Glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie Thoughts Podcast. I am your host. No, it's not Elvis Presley. It's me, Dominic Tarnamella, and uh, welcome back again to the fun-filled Movie Thoughts Podcast. Listen, if this is the first time you're listening, this is what you're getting into. A random Elvis Presley impression just to start the episode off but we are up to episode 93 folks 93 climbing to 100 um and then i don't know then we're gonna go beyond uh i got some ideas perhaps for a hundredth episode but my ideas are shit because honestly like i'll say i have ideas and then i just don't i I won't go like i won't even do it i won't do what i'm thinking of i'm not even gonna say it i'll probably do the episode i'm thinking of at like episode 96 and then there'll be no point of even doing it at 100. But anyway, the Elvis movie uh, a few years back. What the, what the hell was the Elvis movie? A few years back. We wouldn't, it couldn't have been a few years back. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Because COVID broke my conception of time and whatever the hell else. So let's take a look when Elvis, uh, the Elvis movie came out. Because I'm, uh, okay, 2022, a few years back. <laughs> Did you see what COVID has done to us? That I'm thinking Elvis came out a few years ago. I just had a moment. All right, 2022. Okay, 2022. Uh, we had the Elvis movie with uh, Austin Butler, uh, Tom Hanks as as Colonel Tom Parker, and here we go. You don't have a you don't have a passport, you son of a bitch. Uh, the Elvis movie directed by Boz Lerman, which was a fucking uh, you know cocaine infused, drug infused fucking music, uh, fun movie, right? Uh, fun movie, good, you know, not everybody's cup of tea, but, uh, pretty, pretty informative when it came to the Elvis stuff. My, my problems with it, um, there were a few. I didn't have many. I enjoyed it for the most part. My, and I've talked about this on the podcast way back when I did the Elvis episode. Um, my father's a big Elvis fan. So by that, it, it dripped into my DNA. Okay, me, my brother, my sister, we know the Elvis songs. Uh, Against our will, we know the Elvis songs, and we know a lot about Elvis. I have a lot of useless information about Elvis floating around in my head, because that's all my father listens to, and that's a fact. All that he listens to is Elvis. Uh, But let's not get into that rant. But anyway, I thought that movie was enjoyable. Uh, I thought the performances were good and all that shit. I'm not going to get into that movie. You could go way back to one of the first episodes of this podcast um, when I was in single digits, I think. And I talk about the Elvis movie, uh, if you want to hear that. But the reason I bring up the Elvis movie is because there's another Elvis-related movie. And that is a movie called Priscilla. Now, I don't know what the production... Uh, of this was like I don't know when it went into production. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not going to do the research. A better podcast would probably do the research. Okay, wait. On September 2012, uh, 2022, it was announced Sophia would uh, Coppola would direct an adaptation of the Elvis Presley em- uh, memoir, and that was what September of 22, and Baz Luhrmann's film came out. Okay, so actually, I mean, this was probably. The ball was probably rolling with this, but this went into production after the Elvis movie, obviously. So there was probably some influence. Studios have done this before where there's, you know, in the past, there's similar movies that come out, whatever. That's a whole nother episode. 
But uh, the movie is called Priscilla, and uh, as I was saying, it is based on a book by Priscilla Presley entitled Elvis and Me. Uh, now, I've never read this book, but obviously Priscilla Presley, the the wife of Elvis Presley, she also went on to have a, an acting career, most notably uh, in the Naked Gun movies with Leslie Nielsen, which I fucking love the Naked Gun movies. That's that's an episode right there that I'll talk about uh, another time because I'm sure I could get into Leslie Nielsen movies. But uh, Priscilla Presley's been in the, the public spotlight forever, but this is based on her book. Her memoir uh, from the 80s, 85. And uh, it is directed by Sofia Coppola, who is, got a first and foremost mentioned, the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, the director of The Godfather. And But she's had a nice little directing career of herself. She directed The Virgin Suicide, Lost in Translation, Mary Antoinette, The Bling Ring, a bunch of stuff. Uh, <laughs> you know, so she's a, she's a good director in her own right. Uh, she also, listen... We got to bring it up. She was in The Godfather Three uh, before she started uh, directing stuff. Her father cast her as Al Pacino's daughter in that movie, and I got you know, I mean, I'm joining the the bandwagon, but you know, not the best actor. Uh, Sofia Coppola. She she made she made it work with directing, but you know, acting wasn't her forte. Maybe she was forced into that role though by her father. Uh, you know, I heard at one point it was. Winona Ryder was attached to Godfather 3, and Godfather 3, it's, I will go on record as saying that Sofia Coppola is not the worst thing in Godfather 3, there's a lot of bad stuff in that movie that just doesn't work, so she's not going to take the brunt of that, but Elvis and Me was the book, the movie is called Priscilla, and you know, this movie I think will make some money, because it's got the, the the appeal of the the recent Elvis movie. I think there was a few people in my in my theater, a few more than I expected. It wasn't like a dead theater. I think it'll it'll make a little bit of money. I don't know what the budget. Let's check out the budget. Twenty million. Uh, is it gonna break on that? I don't think so. I'm gonna go ahead and, and guess that. I, I don't think it's gonna make that because of my feelings on the movie. Not that I'm the end all be all, but I don't think it it's gonna have the appeal. That the Elvis movie did. Now this movie is uh, from A24. Which you know they do smaller movies. Uh, and the movie stars. Kaylee Spaney. Butchering her name. Forgive me. Who I don't remember seeing her in anything. But she did pop up in the movie Bad Times at the El Royale. Uh, from a few years back. I did see that. She was in Pacific Rim Uprising. Um, and a couple of other things. And, and it also stars as Elvis, well, she plays Priscilla, let's say that, Priscilla Presley, uh, Jacob Alordi, who plays Elvis, uh, who, let's check out his filmography, the most notable thing I see here is the show Euphoria, which I don't watch, but I hear good things, I hear mixed things, actually, but anyway, he's playing Elvis, uh, this is the movie, it's, you know, based on her experience, listen, let's get the, let's get some stuff out of the way, first of all, this is common knowledge at this point, Elvis and her, they met when she was very young. Um, kind of like a forced meeting. I don't know. It's weird. They go into it a little bit in the movie. Um, she was 14. He was 24. It's fucking weird. It's weird by today's standards. Now, I don't... With, with that said, I don't condone this. I didn't condone this back in the day if I was alive. But uh, it was a little more normal for people to, to, to have weird ages. I mean, he still seems fucking old 
uh, even when you watch the movie, I had to like Google because I was like, I know he's like 10 years old. I just wanted to make sure. And she was fucking 14. I think they didn't get married until she was a little older, but still weird. Um, it makes me uncomfortable. It's a weird thing. You know, I, there are people that get on the bad way and be like, oh, Elvis is a pedophile. And I don't want to go and say that. I'm not going to go and say that about the king of rock and roll, <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm going to say it's weird. And, uh, that, that's, that's all I'll say. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to waste, uh, you know, your time talking about something. Come up with your own opinion on how you feel about it. Now, this movie, like, I almost didn't see it today. And I was like, I was kind of like, eh, it looks all right. I was just kind of tired from work. And I watched the trailer. I was like, ah, let me watch a trailer. Uh, it's getting like pretty decent reviews, uh, from what I peeked at. But like, I was like, ah, let me watch a trailer. I hadn't seen a trailer in a while for it. And I watched the trailer. I was like, all right, it looks, it looks good enough. I'll go see it. Uh, and I gotta say, to be honest, it's a little, it's a little disappointing, uh, as a movie. I didn't particularly like it. Um, I didn't hate it, but it just felt like it didn't bring anything, uh, you know, necessary to the table. Now the, the problem is, let's get into this. Now this is Priscilla's movie, right? It's a Priscilla movie. The fucking title is Priscilla. And I think it was smart to call it Priscilla, uh, Priscilla rather than call it Elvis and me, because that would have give people false hopes of what this movie was, right? It, Elvis and me, and then you're thinking it comes out after Elvis, the, the movie that was recently out, and you're like, all right, this is more Elvis-centric stuff. It's not that movie. Uh, it is Priscilla's movie, So, and I went in expecting that. But the problem is, and I was having this conversation with my wife a little bit, the problem is there's just a lot of boring stuff in this movie. I think it, like... And this is what I think it relates to. Elvis's life is just much, much, much more interesting than Priscilla um, Presley's life. It it's just the way it is. It it is what it is. It, you're not going to get the same reaction out of a movie, uh, especially with the recent one. I hate to do the compare and contrast thing, but it's similar subject matter. Obviously, the Priscilla Presley character was in the uh, Austin Butler Elvis movie and you had a good performance in there now I did like the performances in this movie but I also didn't feel like they they got enough to do uh, one of the things uh, the problem is it's a very silent movie it's very silent and it's very subdued and the characters are very subdued Priscilla's quiet, you know, there's a couple of scenes when maybe she's like fighting with Elvis very briefly. You don't really get to see her uh, really chewing on this role. And that's the thing with something like this because I, I, and I'm not knocking her acting. I think she does a good job and she conveys a lot even in those more silent scenes. But I just didn't think that the movie brought anything to the table, brought anything worth really uh, seeing here. Now, Elvis, uh, you know, we're going to have to compare, right, to, to Austin Butler. Austin Butler, I think, was phenomenal. He was very in-your-face Elvis. He was very, you know, as I said before, you, know, you don't have a passport, you son of a bitch, and the glory, glory stuff. And he was very, like, he, he lived that character, right? He became that fucking character, uh, that that man, now, this is a more subdued Elvis, and I can see this actor, 
approaching this. I mean, obviously what was on the page, the screenplay is also written by Sofia Coppola, but I could see the actor approaching this in a more subdued way, not really making it the over-the-top Elvis. And I respect that. I respect what he did with that. But it's almost like at times it doesn't even feel like Elvis. Like he does the voice good, but I I don't want to knock the actor, but he just didn't feel like Elvis sometimes. I think a part of that is also the fact that there's no Elvis music in this. And I remember reading this a few months ago. Like that there was for whatever reason, I don't know if it was maybe something to do with the, you know, getting the the rights or whatever. There's no real Elvis music in there. There's a couple of instrumentals that pop up, but there's no Elvis uh tunes that really fucking rock this. I'm not saying the whole soundtrack had to be fucking glory, glory, or Lord Almighty, I feel my temperature rising. I don't think we needed the whole movie to be that, because it's not Elvis's movie. But I think if you would have shown this actor playing Elvis and at least singing one or two songs and and maybe showing him really, you know, get in that, that fucking Elvis jumpsuit... For even a couple scenes, I think it would have helped me believe that he was Elvis. You know, there is a brief scene towards the end where you do see him in the jumpsuit and he's like on stage and you hear the 2001 Space Odyssey uh, fucking soundtrack that he used to come out to. But it just, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. We needed a little bit more just to unlock, you know, that feeling that he was Elvis. Uh, Another thing I got to knock, honestly... I'll be light on spoilers. I mean, fucking, there's nothing really to spoil in this movie. Spoiler alert. There's nothing really to spoil. Um, but, like, he doesn't feel very charming as Elvis. Like, yeah, he's he's a good-looking guy. He's got the voice down packed. You know, he's supposed to be Elvis. Obviously, Elvis was super fucking famous at this time. And you could see a 14-year-old, like, falling head over heels for him for no reason. But, like, I don't feel that he's charming in this performance, and that's, that's one I gotta compare to Austin Butler, because I thought Austin Butler, even though he was, you know, playing that fucking cartoonish Elvis at times, he was charming, he had the look, he had the feel, uh, this guy, like, he just feels like he's fucking mumbling, so, you know, I gotta go on tour, and he's doing a lot of that, and I'm kind of, like, sitting here, kind of going, uh, would I fucking, would I fall in love with this guy? If I was maybe, you know, a 14-year-old girl, would I say that, oh, I need this guy in my life? Was he that, is he that fucking charming? Um, another thing, and I don't want to turn this into a bash fest, but I'm going to be honest, I, I didn't really love the movie. And the more I think about it, there's stuff that I didn't like. Uh, one of the things, along with being boring, uh, you know, a lot of the movie is, uh, I almost called her Lisa Marie, the uh, daughter's name, but Priscilla sitting around waiting for Elvis, going to school, waiting to get back with Elvis. It's And this is yet again, like, his life is more interesting. He's out doing whatever the fuck. He's doing drugs. He's eating. He's shooting his guns. He's on stage sweating. And she's just home taking care of the baby. Or she's home trying to go to school and he's making movies and he might be having affairs with people he's in the movies with. And that's the thing. You're You're sitting there kind of going, well, I want to see the other stuff. I couldn't help but be like, all right, I want to see the other side, and I get it. As I said, it's Priscilla. It's about Priscilla. But there's also this feeling of, like I ha- like I said, I have a lot of useless Elvis information in my brain. 
there's also this feeling that you need to know, like you need to have prior knowledge of some of this stuff because they don't really fill in the blanks. Um, I will say like, if you've seen the Elvis movie recently, it does help because you know, you know, some of the things he's up to, you get a lot of that stuff in that movie. And then when you're watching this, you're kind of like, all right, you know, they get it. He's doing that. But it, there's a lot of stuff that's that's missing. And I guess it's from Priscilla's perspective. So I understand that. But it just it just feels like it's lacking in that way. Uh, in some weird, bizarre universe, you probably could have had, like, these two movies, like, edited together as one big, long movie and just had, like, fucking the people that played them in uh, the Elvis film play them here. And it would have just, it, like, maybe that would have worked better with this with this stuff. If there was this mega Elvis movie, somebody's got to edit it into one movie and do deep fakes on the actors so they're all the same actors. I don't know. It, but I'm joking, obviously. But very kind of meh movie. That's really the thing, walking away. I don't really want to watch it again. I don't think I'll have a desire to watch it again. Uh, my brother, who's an Elvis fan, I probably can't recommend it to him uh you know it's i guess it's a watch when it gets on fucking streaming and you check it out when you're you're bored or something that's the only time i could think to watch this movie not really i can't really recommend going to the theater and and you're not going to get the same experience you got out of the elvis movie they do delve into the drug thing a little bit they show him taking pills they show her taking pills but one of the problems I also have with the movie is like, there's not a good, um, they, they don't do a good job of showing you the time passing. It kind of like you don't really know how much time is passing. You know, at one point they have the baby, then the baby's fucking like four years old, and they jump around a lot, and the story doesn't really have a flow. It's kind of like this uneventful movie. That was my my biggest thing with it, and. When you think of, uh, you know, Butler, Austin Butler getting nominated for the Oscar. And I, I, I don't know if the girl that played Priscilla got nominated, but she might have. But she was, I felt like even if she was a smaller role in there, she had a presence in that film. But, like, I can't think, like, the I mean, they, they could possibly get nominated, but I can't. And not that a nomination or a win is the end-all, be-all, but I can't really think of a scene that stands out where you're like, whoa. I think they both do a serviceable job on the, on the characters, the real life people they're playing. But it's just a, it's a, and the movie's about an hour and 50 minutes, which isn't long. But in hindsight, when I was leaving and I was thinking about it, I was talking about it with my wife. I was like, well, you know what? Like if you probably cut 20 minutes out of this movie, it flows a little better. And it might have been a better movie going a little shorter because I just feel like there's a lot of drawn out nothing, unfortunately. And it felt it feels unresolved. And by the time you get to the end of it, and I guess this is a spoiler, but like when they do separate and she goes her own way and they go into it in the Elvis movie too, you're kinda of like that that's it? That's it? This is this is what I watched this movie for. It really didn't. It really didn't do anything for me. As an Elvis fan, uh, it's an interesting, uh, you know, perspective we're seeing. I did, like I said, I didn't read the original book, but to see it from Priscilla's perspective was 
a change of pace, and I get that, and that was pretty cool, but there's just not enough going on. Overall, that's the biggest problem with this movie, and I think that's the problem that most audiences are going to have with this movie when they do see it. As I said, it's got some good reviews from what I saw. I think that Sofia Coppola is a good director. Uh, I think she does a good job with it. The script that she wrote, kind of, you know, a little all over the place. But I think that an audience looking to recreate that recent Elvis movie experience is going to be disappointed. I think they're going to walk away from this like myself and want more and not really get enough out of it. And as I said, can't stress it enough. I get that it's not Elvis's movie, but it's almost like taking the most interesting person in the film and just putting him in a corner, right? It's almost like if you wasted like a charismatic actor like Leonardo DiCaprio and you just put him in like a one scene of a movie or you just had him be very like be in the whole movie but just be like very subdued and quiet and in a corner like and mumbling in bed and reading the bible it's it doesn't do anything it it just feels like a missed opportunity but that's priscilla i don't know if you want to go see it go see it go see it in the theaters i don't know where it's going uh, streaming i'm sure it'll be streaming within a month it feels like one of those films uh that'll be streaming rather quickly as i said not a big budget but i don't know if um if the because there's always like the critic reviews and then there's a constant you know difference and and rotten tomato uh, rotten tomatoes rather has made that very prominent nowadays where there's the critic reviews and there's the audience reviews and i tend to agree more with the audience reviews on rotten tomatoes i mean like sometimes it's a hit or miss but like five nights at freddy's however you felt about that that was a recent movie Critically, got like a fucking 29% or something like that. And then it has this really high audience rating. And Super Mario Brothers, another one. Low audience, uh, low critical, high audience. This seems like it's going to be the opposite. Like, I I think it's going to be a high critical. And it's I think audiences are going to go, and like, eh, it was all right. Whatever. I represent the audience. But yeah, that's, that's Priscilla. I don't know. But I, I very mixed feelings on it. Uh, some stuff was cool to see, but as I said, you're you're seeing like Elvis through somebody else's perspective, but then you kind of just want to jump into that. You know, if anything, it just it just put me in the mood to watch uh, the Baz Luhrmann film and just fucking get all drugged out and put on an Elvis suit and run around the house and really fulfill that. But yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the podcast for today. On the movie Priscilla, uh, so it's kind of a negative. It's kind of not really a necessary movie to see. Uh, but yeah, this is the podcast. If this is the first time you're listening to the Movie Thoughts podcast, welcome. This is the kind of shit I get into. As I said, I did Five Nights at Freddy recently. Uh, I did a Halloween Spooktacular recently as well, if you want to jump into that. Um, check me out on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Dom Solo Reels, where I post some funny stuff and Elvis, I guess, not really Elvis related, but music of that time related. The Beatles today released the final Beatles song. If you're a Beatles fan, I'm a big Beatles fan. I'm actually a bigger Beatles fan than I am an Elvis fan. Um, They used AI to like separate uh, this, this song that John Lennon did, this demo. They separated it from his 
his piano uh, playing. They were able to do it using AI, and they made the song. They got Paul McCartney on there. They got a George Harrison rhythm guitar. They got fucking Ringo playing the drums, and it's cool. It's cool to have that. When are they going to make a Beatles movie? How's that going to work? Are they going to do a Beatles movie? You'd think nowadays with all these biopics coming out, but you got to get it right, right? Like the Beatles movie, you got to fucking, you can't fuck that up. Who do you get to play these guys? Uh, you, you got to go British. Is it illegal to not cast British people? But then British people are playing American people all the time, so fuck that, right? You can find a good American actor to play the Beatles, uh, American actors. Maybe you could do a mixed bag, half and half. I don't know. But I'd be compelled to watch a Beatles movie. But then the Beatles were around for so long. So like you almost have to find a good time period and do that. Maybe like right when they break up or you know when they started, when they break up, do a time jump. I don't know. Why am I talking about this? Because there's a Beatles song out. But that's a podcast for today. Thanks for listening. Check out the other episodes. Uh, as I said, uh, check me out. Also, I do a podcast with my friend Ryan called the It's a Long Road Podcast, which is a Rambo podcast. And we're smack dead in the middle of Rambo 5. Uh, and we do some other Stallone talk uh, as well. So that's always fun. And uh, that's pretty much it. So thanks for listening and have a good night.